to the Dropping Dimes Podcast, and here's your host, J.I. Dimes. Yes, sir. Welcome back to the Dropping Dimes Podcast. This is now our 11th episode. Many thanks, to, of course, to our sponsors, Yo and Yes. Love and Inspire, and of course, Snuggle Moments PH. The snuggle is real. So, for today's episode, we have some news, of course, around the association. We have news on MJ. Hakeem the Dream Olajuwon. We also have some news on Pat Riley, John Wall, some draft news again, and of course some league news, some important league news on when the season will probably start and how many games uh, we can expect from the upcoming season. So that is what's coming up on this episode. Let's kick off the episode with some news on Hakeem the Dream Olajuwon. As he said that MJ is actually a far more superior player than LeBron. So that's according to CNBC. Hakeem told CNBC that it's always been Jordan for him and apparently his opinion won't change when it comes to this debate on who is the most superior player he ever faced so when uh, according to Hakeem quote when people start comparing him with Jordan then that's not a fair comparison Jordan was a far more superior player in a very tough league and he was very creative that's not taking away anything from LeBron because he's a great player but it is not a fair comparison because Jordan is a far more superior player and quote okay so that's this that's the dream's take when it comes to the goat debate now in some other news we also have some news on john wall it's really good to see john wall this is posted by espn on twitter john wall working out with Nets players Kyrie Irving, Karis LeVert, Spencer Dinwiddie, and DeAndre Jordan. Of course, John Wall hasn't played in a long time. Um, Some analysts actually consider John Wall's contract as probably the worst case scenario for that max contract. But then I'm just happy to actually see him playing again. You know, John Wall has a lot of things to prove. Uh, he's, it seems like from this video, he's moving well. And let's hope. Let's hope. I really hope he will be able to bounce back well this coming season. I just hope he stays healthy. You know, that Achilles injury was 
very tough, you know. And of course, that will let's hope it wouldn't really take away too much of his explosiveness as well. So good luck to John Wall, hoping for a massive and you know super comeback from him. Now let's uh, go to some league news. So as mentioned also in the previous episode, the right now we're not really sure when the season will start, right? But then there seems like they're trying to target because there's there this is according to the athletic. So the news reported by Shams Charania that the NBA is targeting a 72-game season that actually begins on December 22 has everyone scrambling. But you have to remember, the draft is scheduled on November 18, so that's just like a month and four days after the draft. Because it's a dramatic reversal of a trend in which the target date for this for starting the 2020-2021 season steadily slipped backward. So until this week, the working assumption from the insiders was that the season might not begin play until mid-January or even later. So under that model, the 2020-2021 season could drag deep into the summer before declaring a champion. That, that is according again to John Hollinger of The Athletic. So right now, we don't really know. Um, in in addition to what John Hollinger was saying, it, it is also important to take note that the Players Association would also have to agree with the NBA on any proposed season format. Okay, so that is, you know, of course we all want basketball to be back, but then there are a lot of things that have to have to be agreed upon first before we before the season can proceed. Now, of course, there is a trending video on Michael Jordan on MJ his interview, right, and. According to that uh, interview, MJ said that if you ask 20 years from now, I'm pretty sure LeBron James may beat me. First, the context that Michael was coming from was the fact that uh, he believes that, of course, it depends also on the people who saw you play. So most of these analysts right now, they were the ones who really witnessed MJ play, MJ dominate the NBA and so it's also expected that he gets the respect that he's getting as the GOAT. But then, of course, in MJ's view, 20 years from now, when, you know, the people who, who saw LeBron dominate the NBA and then will have far more appreciation by that time for what he has done, then uh, maybe, just maybe uh, LeBron may already beat him when it comes to the GOAT debate. Okay, so that's MJ's point of view when it comes to that. Now, um, we also have some news on Kevin Serafin. 
Serafin was the 17th pick of the 2010 NBA draft. He played for Washington, New York, and Indiana. He has already announced it, that he is retiring from professional basketball. Okay, he hasn't been in the league. He's been playing in Europe. But then because of knee injuries, he has decided to retire at the age of 30. Then in some news, of course, this was the controversial Pat Riley news. Because according to Pat Riley, he has all the like respect for the Lakers, but then for him, it would always have an asterisk. Okay, because of the way things turned out last season. Well, that's Pat Riley's opinion. Uh, what What is my take on that? First, first it's kind of, you know, I have mad respect for Pat Riley. But then, would he really still say this if, let's say, they ended up winning the championship? Would he, would he come out and say that, yeah, um, it, our championship will have an asterisk? that we cannot avoid uh, of course this might be coming also from the fact that of course they lost they lost in the finals and it was against LeBron and we know that even if they keep on denying it there's a lot of beef there uh, between Pat Riley and LeBron James so so we don't know I mean, it, it was probably because of that Pat Riley being a very very competitive person ever since his Kentucky days right so he he's always been a very competitive guy and he probably said that because of the fact that they they lost in the finals right because you know I would always think of it this way what if the Miami Heat ended up winning the championship in the bubble right would he still come out and say that it is Yes, that our championship is an asterisk or will always have an asterisk attached to it. I don't think so, right? So, I think it's just a product of that. Pat Riley being Pat Riley, being a very, very competitive person as always. I don't think it's a big deal though, right? And... Now, in some news, regarding some draft news, this is according to Rick Kamla and Antonio Daniels. So they actually explained why James Wiseman should be the clear pick at number two for the Warriors. But then, of course, yesterday, hmm, According to some news outlets, the Warriors are actually very interested in drafting a wing, okay, a wing player, rather than getting James Weissman. 
today. Now, some good news as well. Nikola the Joker Jokic has tied the knot. Okay, so congratulations to the newlyweds. Okay, Jokic. I think uh, he may not have gotten the the championship ring, but I, I'm sure he's pretty happy with the ring that he got after. So, congratulations to Nikola Jokic. And then, in some other news, we have some news on the Clippers. We know that Tyron Lu. Yes, Tyron Lu is now the new coach of the Clippers. And according to Tyron Lu, talking to Rachel Nichols of uh, ESPN's The Jump, quote, we, gotta, we just got to make it a great environment and we have to win. End quote. That's according to Tyron Lu, stating it as simple as that. And he also added that he thinks Kawhi and PG are like gonna stay for a long time, right? I think in their situation and where they wanna be, it's here with the Clippers. Well, we don't really know about that, though. Of course, Tyron Lu trying to win his superstars back. But right now, things aren't probably that good because of the way they lost. So trying to, you know, build some camaraderie there by showing that it's going to work. Uh, a lot of people are saying that Paul George must be traded, that he is the problem. But I think it's also unfair, right? I mean, I mean I'm, not, I'm not trying to defend the Clippers here, but... Uh, we don't. I mean, for a very dysfunctional. If it if it was really true that it was so dysfunctional, man, they were a pretty good team for a dysfunctional team, right? So, if Tyron Lu can actually make it work, then he will really have a, and he, he practically has a championship contending team, right? But of course, it also depends on Paul George. I think the pe- the reason why people are calling out Paul George is because he has historically been shrinking in the big moments. And look, Paul George is a baller. When he broke his leg in 2000, was that 2014 during Team USA scrimmage? A lot of people were saying he's done. But he came back. And he came back better. Now. If Paul George. Struggled. Or has struggled in the playoffs. Then it's up to Paul George. To prove to people. That he is better than that. And I think the Clippers. Honestly should give him that chance. Give him that chance to prove that. Right? Because. I don't see anyone, you know, I don't see it, what I, I don't see that, you know, trading him all of a sudden will be the, the solution. What I do feel is they need practically a, a guy who can, you know, run the show 
when things are not going well. They they need a leader out there. You know, Kawhi is a great player, but we have to remember that when he was playing, when he won a championship with the Raptors, Kyle Lowry was the leader of that team. Right? Mark Gasol was a very vocal leader of that team as well. So Kawhi didn't really have that responsibility to be the leader for the Raptors, which he had to be for the Clippers. And it, it kind of, you know, that lack of leadership kind of got exposed, right? During that Denver se- series. So they, they, what I think that's what they need. They need a guy that, you know, who can pacify the team when... You know, things are not, like, going well. You know, someone who can control and be the glue guy out there. I think that's what they need. So that Kawhi can just simply do his thing as well. Okay, so that's it for our Around the Association and, you know, news regarding the NBA. Of course, uh, it's also interesting to talk about, you know, the 2K ratings. You know, we, we posted this on Instagram and also on Facebook. It's interesting to see how LeBron, you know, at year 17 gets a 98. And then Jimmy Butler gets his respect as well with a 93. You know, I just have two two comments though. Well, of course, this happens every year with the 2K and the 2K ratings, etc. I just feel like, I think Jamal Murray at 87 and Devin Booker getting an 88. I think that's kind of like, you know, the way those two guys played. I mean, if you're going to give Jamie Butler a 93 after an epic playoff run, you also have to give some respect to Jamal Murray, who was one of the best players in the bubble, right? Like, 50-point games. He was literally unstoppable during the playoffs. So, in 87, come on, man. I mean, he's better than that. And then also with Devin Booker. Devin Booker was also balling. They were undefeated in the bubble. I just think that the 88 may be kind of too low. Maybe a little... Maybe those two guys deserve to get higher ratings than that. Especially if a guy like... You know... Let's say... I'm not comparing, let's say, Booker and Clay Thompson. You know, Clay Thompson is a three-time champion... But Clay is also coming back from an injury, right? And he got an 89. So, you know, why not give these guys the ratings that they deserve? But of course, 2K, they love that. They love, you know, how players react to their ratings, etc. That's their style. All I'm saying is that maybe, just maybe, they probably should have given those two guys higher ratings right and excited i'm really excited for the next gen next generation you know the graphics look good 
I hope it's not gonna be as you know some we, we all know the history right sometimes when <laughs> it kind of starts problematic when especially when there's a shift to a new console or to the next gen but still you know very excited for the next gen uh, I think it's it will be coming out on November right the PS5 excited for that of course many thanks also to our by the way by the way for those who are listening we now have a youtube channel just search dropping dimes podcast by ji dimes episodes 1 to 10 are already there Uh, i already uploaded it there so you can also catch the podcast on youtube Uh, I really hope you can like, comment, and subscribe and click on the bell notification. And then, of course, uh, I also hope you can like our Facebook page and follow our Instagram page as well. Uh, Special shoutouts to, for today's special shoutouts, of course, I want to thank Professor Arvin Alimboyao, a guy with a very, very high basketball IQ as well. Very high IQ in math, but a very high IQ in basketball as well. Shout out. Thank you, sir, for supporting the podcast. And then, of course, um, the guy behind T-shirt printing Manila and Quago. Many many thanks to sir banjo hoson another guy who super talented artist super talented singer you know he when you want your anything regarding t-shirt designs or whatever they are he he and his wife mom mew they are the they're the best right so special shout outs to them for supporting the podcast okay so there that's it for our special shout outs for today's episode many thanks again of course to you and yes uh, and of course the snuggle moments ph the snuggle is real for sponsoring this episode So with that, we'll see you on the next episode of the Dropping Dimes Podcast. See you guys again. This is the Dropping Dimes Podcast.